Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 301 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show helps web designers and developers to launch and grow their freelancing careers. He is a developer, consultant and course creator, as well as host of the Freelancer podcast, where he shares freelancing and marketing nuggets for web developers. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Kyle Prinsloo. Wow. Well, uh, first of all, Phil, thank you so much for having me. And the other point I want to mention is that intro was probably the most concise and most accurate intro introduction I've ever had. So really well done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you for that. But I think it's probably a good opportunity then to ask you maybe to expand on on that intro and tell us a little bit about your background and and what you're working on and how you got into IT. Certainly. So um, my background is quite diverse, right? I didn't complete high school for for various different reasons. And it's very much on the random different jobs, you know, accounting, uh, jewelry, insurance, IT even, you know, like tech installations and network installations um, uh, for, for, for uh, for a small business. And eventually, I wanted to study marketing and uh, business, and that sort of led me to finding a job in marketing. I was a marketing manager at quite a large company for about three and a half years, and it was after about two years at the company that I wanted to earn a side income, and that led me to wanting to freelance. I was learning web development on Udemy. And I thought that if I had to combine the skills of uh, web development with uh, marketing services, it's a great service to offer clients. So that's exactly what I did. After a year of freelancing on the side, I was I managed to uh, match my full-time income. And eventually, about a year after that, I left my full-time job to freelance full-time. And that was, I think, in about 2017. So I've pretty much been freelancing full-time for about four or five years now. And it's really been an amazing journey, and that brought me to where we are today. And uh, I pretty much, uh, I still freelance. I still have a lot of clients at the moment, and I teach what I know on my website, study web development, and I really, really love what I do. Yeah, and then we're going to come back to obviously that, and the, and the fact that you now teach other people, you know, what you've done effectively to become an independent freelancer. But yes, good. Okay. Um. Kyle, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? Okay. Um, I would say probably the best thing in my mind is 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 more like a, um, a soft skill in a way, but but I think I think that a lot of people actually don't have this, and that is to be curious and to be inquisitive. So if you have the understanding or the mindset of wanting to always learn, I think that is a great, a great foundation to work from. In other words, if you can like seek to understand as well, and then also uh, um, be understood, you know, I think I think that sort of mindset and that tip and that approach 
is really um, uh, key to really growing in any type of career, whether that's in uh, you know a full-time job or freelancing, and for that matter, even personal relationships as well. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that as potentially a soft skill. So do you believe that's something that you can develop and hone? Uh, yes, I would say so. Um, because if you think about it, right, like, I mean, I've got a lot of um, friends in, with different backgrounds. And yes, I do agree we all have different personalities. But if you look at the, at, if you look at the data and the science behind it, um, it's quite interesting. If you look at like um, uh, psychiatrists and psych- psychological studies of um, are people born introverted or are they born extroverted? And it's quite interesting. If you look at it, like a lot of people can actually start out introverted and due to certain st- circumstances, you know, maybe family situations or maybe um, more confidence, they become a bit more extroverted. So what I'm trying to say is I think that learning um, to be inquisitive and to learn, it requires some communication skill. And I do think that it can definitely be taught and learned without a doubt. Yeah, no, I think I tend to agree with you there as well. And I think consistency uh, in doing those things actually does really help uh, in terms of developing that curiosity. Mm, Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Okay, Carl, can you share with us your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience <laughs> okay so um obviously there are a couple right but uh, but but i would say that um the one that stands out to me when you ask this question is an example of when i started freelancing like i would say my first year of freelancing i got a bad client <laughs> and 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 this client experience i would say has scarred me for life you know <laughs> So um, uh, what happened was uh, this client used to constantly call me on weekends, right? And, you know, call me and, and, and call me at night and sort of like micromanage me and, you know, that type of experience. And I must say that was really terrible, um, you know, uh, for me. And I did manage to deal with that and speak to him and try and find a compromise. And we actually came to an agreement. But I must say that, that 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 client experience really taught me a lot. So 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 that so that bad experience actually was a great educational and learning process um, for me. Yeah, that's good to hear. So, in, in terms of the relationships you now have with your clients, presumably you have a different methodology. Without a doubt, definitely, and 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 I think this I think this also boils down to a little bit in in terms of the soft skills of communication. Because I find that um, um, expectations, expectations, assumptions, and expectations—it's amazing how, in your mind, as a you know freelancer or um, you know as a software engineer or whatever in your job, you have certain expectations of what you assume from others. If if it does not come to pass the way that you expect it to. You know, um, uh, you're looking at it only from your perspective, but they're looking at it from another perspective. They also assume certain things from you. And I think that's where it's important now. That taught me a lot going forward in dealing with my current clients and future clients to say, like, look, this is how I work. You need to trust me in my process. Um, you are, you're the expert in your field. I'm in the expert in my field. Let's work together, you know, uh, and, and sort of find a middle ground of, like, what works for both of us, if that makes sense. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
It does, absolutely. So I think you, you touched on an interesting word or an important point there about trust as well. So there has to be that trust within the relationship, doesn't there, to enable that mm, agree. You know, customer-client relationship to work. So yeah, that's a key part. And, and as you say, that's often down to making sure you, you have an effective method of communication. Mm, I fully agree with that. Yeah. Okay, Carl, can you... Tell us about your career highlight to date. Wow. Um, so, so, so obviously, I've also had um, quite a few, which which I'm really grateful uh, for. But, but if I have to look at it from from like a large overview perspective, I, I would say that it, it actually started in in 2015, and that was really when I first got my first client. And my first client started on a freelancing platform called Fiverr, and it was only five dollars. You know, I mean, uh, and <laughs> you know, so, so that five dollars turned into like a hundred, then a thousand, and you know, up from there. And 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 I think that moment, right? Like I remember, um, uh, my wife and I. Just some backstory. My wife and I, we were struggling at the time financially, right? And I remember. That first $5, my cut was $4. I took my wife out for breakfast, and it's amazing. <laughs> and it's amazing. That, um, so I just want to explain like how bad it was. Like that, that $4, we shared a breakfast for $3. You know, we, I couldn't even get one like for both of us. Like it was really a struggle at the time. And I thought, wow, okay, let's celebrate. And that moment, you know, it was so humbling and so awesome, you know, to look back at that moment. And I would say that 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 that's a complete highlight in my life. And I mean, obviously now you know uh, there's a lot bigger clients and you know all, all different incomes and all of this type of stuff. But but that four dollars was such a highlight because that was the first one, and it was such a blessing to experience that with my wife as well. Sure. So without giving too much away, it's sort of. You know, those sites like, such as Fiverr and Upwork and, and those sorts of resources are they a good place to start? So whenever anyone asks me about like freelancing platforms, my disclaimer answer is to say like, I believe that they, that they are an option, but not the recommended option. So, so, so I would recommend that, um, you know, people do get on it and do certain strategies and, uh, you know, to try and make your profile stand out. That's, that's point one. But point two, I would say more importantly that the best way I believe is to create a portfolio website, to create your, to market your services accordingly on there and then to advertise that portfolio site and get clients that way. So that is my preference um, between the two. Yes, no, that makes sense as well. Good. Okay. And Carl, your thoughts on the future of the industry? What do you see? What excites you about the, the IT industry and careers in this sector? Well, you, you know, it's, it's actually quite interesting, Phil. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, right, it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating times that, that we are living in. Uh, I mean, if you look at, like, um, uh, teenagers, right, we are, we are living in the time now, the first time in history that you will find teenagers who are self-made like millionaires because of business ideas that they have created, right? Maybe they are on, on YouTube or they've created like a software app and, and all, of, all of that. So I find that really fascinating uh, if you think about it. Like, So with that said, I would say that um, 
what excites me is the ability to make a difference and and the ability to also solve problems right uh, i mean i mean we've got knowledge at our fingertips a hundred years ago people you know people couldn't say the same you know i mean if they wanted to research something they had to read it you know now we've got everything at our disposal at our fingertips on our phone and we can learn everything and not only that but we can also reach and and speak to others you know around the world you know and and really influence them so whether that's social media or product or service that we create you know i think that we can really make a difference and and in saying that it also solves a problem and gives us a nice interesting challenge so so i would say from that perspective i'm i'm really quite excited because i don't think that's going away anytime soon in fact i think it's only going to improve and get more advanced yes i think you're right i think um as well the the pandemic over the last well how many months it is now um has certainly sort of provided the opportunity for the increased use of technology for those reasons so i think that will continue agreed yeah we're going to go into the reveal round now we're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think you ready for this oh wow okay here's the pressure let's do it (laughs) (laughs) so what first attracted you to a career in it (laughs) um i've always been quite quite interested in in marketing and websites and the psychology and and solving problems so so i would say that that's been a big driver um and that and i happened to find that you know certain marketing and development fitted that um or or solved that curiosity in my mind So, so i would say that that was a big driver to that and what's the best career advice you've ever received okay so definitely a lot but if I had to narrow it down, um, I would say um, go the extra mile and over-deliver. Yes, no, that's good advice, definitely. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's exactly um, career advice, but um, I've had plenty of people tell me that freelancing is dead. And that is the worst, <laughs> that is the worst comment or advice or, or, or anything I've ever heard. If you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? Okay, um, assuming that that I had no knowledge or, or you know everything from scratch, um, I, I would I would break it down. So so I would learn. I, I would want to be doing exactly what I'm doing now. Okay, so now so so I would want to learn marketing. I would want to learn web design, perhaps um, maybe even like Webflow. Uh, you know, like a CMS uh, like that. And then I would also learn other skills like such as uh, freelancing and uh, the psychology and strategy of it, things like um, sales, um, niching down. I would then create like a, an agency website based on, on the niching down. I would get testimonials and, and eventually I would get clients. And I would probably say the main core um, thing I would do here is I would adapt. I would learn on the job and I would adapt accordingly. Yes. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Um, I would say, I would say my, my main driving force, and, and it's been this um, uh, since I wanted to start uh, freelancing, it's to, it's to help people and to make money while doing so. 
So, so, so my main goal and objective is to teach people to fish and to create more content, you know, to get more clients, uh, to sell more digital products. But sort of the underlying uh, why behind it is um, literally to, to equip and help um, others. And it's a blessing to also be um, generating an income from that as well. Yeah, indeed. So I presume that that balance is very important to you in the way you view what mm. you do. Correct. Definitely. Without a doubt. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I look at it from this perspective. I think that it's quite easy to generate income, right? To make money. There are plenty of opportunities online, but if, uh, I, I mean, I want something fulfilling. I want to really teach people to fish. I want to say like, look, this is the skills and this is how you do it so that you can provide for your family so that you can sew back and help others who are struggling as well, you know? So, so, so I sort of see it as a, like a compound effect. Yes, absolutely. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Um, I would say besides for being, you know, like um, curious and, and asking a lot of questions, um, I, 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 generally, I, um, I generally ask a lot more questions than, than what I speak. But, but I would say um, what has really helped me and, and what I do recommend is uh, I would say owning up to mistakes. If you do make mistakes, do apologize for it. Don't try and pass the blame or, you know, um, you know, say it was some other reason, and and if you and if you really want to learn, you know, uh, um, that desire for knowledge and wanting to improve, um, I, th- I, I think that's a good skill set, and obviously also you know, um, communication, communication, uh, making sure that you know you don't um, assume too much and expect too much from others, and that you're clear and concise. What do you do to keep your own career energized? Um, I would say this sort of comes and goes, right? Like, like sort of that underlying passion. Um, you know, I, I mean, I speak to also a lot of friends who, who sort of go through ups and downs um, in in what they do. But but for me, it sort of it, it sort of boils down to um, trying to be consistent in discipline. So there were times that that I did take like two months off completely. You know, like a few years ago. And just sort of chilled and you know sort of did nothing really, but but that but that sort of like ate at me like like I really thought to myself like man like like I really want to get going here and 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 I realized that the more time I put in the more people I can help and 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 once I've sort of came to that simple understanding I was like look you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna retire now <laughs> you know I I, I, I I really want to put in some time put in some effort and and really find a middle ground between the two so because I realized that motivation is like an emotion right it goes up and down up and down up and down but 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 really uh, discipline um, really leads to the consistency side of it and, and and that's sort of what I've really been focusing on to to really um, power me and energize me to really focus on the end goal and that is helping more people yeah do do you find routine helps as well so it becomes almost second nature i suppose yes um um, my short answer is yes to that but but also it's quite interesting i'm i'm not really 
I agree that routine is important, but personally, I also don't like routine. <laughs> so, 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 so I'm also quite spontaneous in sort of the things that, you know, that, that I do maybe, you know, at like 10 o'clock or, or at like 12 o'clock or whatever. I would just want to just chill for an hour or two, play some chess or go for a drive or go for a coffee with my wife or, you know, um, just do something random. But, but, but I do think that, you know, um, some structure and some routine to one's days and their tasks and activities definitely is helpful. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? So I, I like doing, uh, I, I like playing um, a tennis and, and I like playing um, a squash. I, I do also spend like um, a lot of time with my wife. She's she's my best friend, so obviously I would want to spend more time with her. And 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 I do also enjoy um, playing chess as well. So I would say I would say it's, it's sort of like a combination of that and and uh, sort of a balance of also trying to learn more. You know whether that's like. Um, I was going to say YouTube, but that, but but that's actually technology. <laughs> uh, but 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 maybe like a book or, or or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle, can you share a parting piece of career advice? I would say, uh, if I can go, if I can go back to you know on on what I mentioned a bit earlier, what what really helped for me is. Um, I used to really become close with all of the business owners that employed me. And the reason is, is because I was really interested in their business. I wanted to learn. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to be an asset to them. And and I think that mindset and that approach has really benefited me um, in various different ways, not only in, in how I grew in, in, you know, being an employee, but also being an employer in my own businesses at the moment, you know, it's really helped me understand like, you know, how to approach certain tasks. So, so I would say that if you can have the mindset of over delivering, just because 10 of your other um, uh, colleagues don't do X, it doesn't mean that you should also not do X. You know, sometimes that is required in order for you to stand up, to make a difference, to serve your company, to serve your employer even more. And that mindset and approach is really beneficial, um, I believe, in the long run. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so, Kyle, can you tell us how we can find out more about you and connect with you? Sure. Um, so, so I think the main place or the main um home i would say is is my website it's studywebdevelopment.com all of my links are there um, i've got my contact email there if anyone would like to reach out my social links and everything is there so so that's pretty much the best place i would say great kyle thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today it's been great chatting with you awesome thank you so much Paul. i really really appreciate it it's been a pleasure and an honor to be here and thank you once again Hi, Phil here again. Just a final few words from me. Firstly, I'd like to thank my guests for sharing their career tips, experiences and insights with us on the show today. As you probably know, there have been more than 200 guests on the show so far, and I'm continuing to try to attract new guests that can provide great insights to all of us. However, to enable me to do this, I need to ensure that the podcast continues to grow and reach an extended audience. 
And you can help me in doing this by subscribing to the show and providing a rating and review in whichever platform you listen to. Thanks again for your support. And until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.